Welcome to the First Destination Melbourne podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Stewart. It's a new space for us here at Destination Melbourne, this whole podcasting business. And each month we will upload an interview that we've done with a member of the Melbourne visitor industry could be someone from an attraction or a destination or an industry body, but hopefully there'll be something for everyone to listen to. First cab off the rank is Emma Levy. She's the head of marketing at Acme, and I spoke with her at Acme X in Southbank a little while ago. Emma's got a fantastic Northern English accent, and she's got some really interesting things to say about marketing to visitors as well as to Melburnians, partnership marketing, and a few wins that Acme has had along the way, and also the future of Acme with the Melbourne Metro Rail Project happening right next door. First, a few plugs. Melbourne Industry Exchange is happening as part of Melbourne Tourism Week on 6th of September at the all-new venue Munich Brow House on South Wharf. If you want to find out what more than 60 attractions and destinations from Greater Melbourne and throughout regional Victoria have coming up, then this is the one for you. It's free and it's perfect if you deal with visitors to Melbourne. Free river transfers are on offer from Federation Square to South Wharf, courtesy of Melbourne River Cruises, and the event is presented in partnership with Dot Melbourne. It's free to attend, but you do need to register, so head to destination.melbourne slash events to do just that. Our other major event for Melbourne Tourism Week is happening on the morning of the 7th of September, and it's the Local Council Tourism Breakfast. We've got Andrew Kalish, Director of Cultural Development for Downtown Brooklyn Partnership, who will be delivering a keynote address. So if you work in local government or if you're interested in finding out how Downtown Brooklyn developed their brand and how they leverage public and private investment to create a thriving destination, then head along to destination.melbourne slash events to book a seat or to round up a bunch of colleagues and friends and book a table. If you have a suggestion for an interviewee that we might be able to get in touch with for this podcast, please email me at dylan at destination.melbourne. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and tell all your friends, tell all your colleagues that there's a new podcast in town. But right now, here's my chat with Emma Levy. I started by asking her a bit about her career to this point. Yeah, so I um, started my career in marketing, or actually more specifically in um, PR, um, perhaps 17 years ago, I think, in the UK. Um, actually, whilst at uni, I used to run um, kind of club nights and music events at uni that I sort of parlored into an official job in PR when I finished my um, degree um, and have uh, sort of made a switch over into marketing 12, 12 years ago. But I've always worked in, in kind of cultural or... Um, sort of fun organisations. My husband has a very serious job working um, in defence engineering and I've always worked on the sort of, if there's a free ticket, I'm there kind of um, side of things. Right. So I spent a couple of years in the music industry. I worked in fashion in the UK for um, many years and then after moving to Australia, I um, spent, I think, nearly nine years prior to working at Acme um, in the film industry, working for a company called Madman mm-hmm. Entertainment. Yep. So um, I really aligned to, obviously, the type of um, programming that Acme does. So when the role came up here, I... Jumped at it. And so whereabouts in the UK are you from originally? I'm from um, a little town in the north called Hull originally, um, which is one of those places that kind of, you know, you only go to if you're going to there. It's renowned for neither tourism nor anything else. But um, I actually spent home. Halloween in Hull Did one you? year. Yes. It, it was... 
an interesting experience. Yeah, look, I, I mean, I feel very affectionate towards it because it's my hometown. It's a very kind of typical northern working class town, chock full of history. But, um, you know, I live 15,000 kilometres away now. So, you know, it sort of it has a special place in my heart, but I'm, I'm pretty happy to be living in Melbourne. <laughs> and so what was it that appealed about the job at Acme? I've always loved acne. Um, obviously, having been in the film industry um, for such a long time, I've always had a vocational connection to it. You know, I've got lots of event openings, conferences, um, to, you know, myth year in, year out here. Um, I bring bring my daughter um, into Screen Worlds um, pretty regularly. And look, it's just a phenomenal brand. Um, I knew that a new CEO had come on board, Katrina Sedgwick, when I was interviewing for the role, and I knew Katrina from from my, my years working in film, I passed across previously and I knew that she was a real change agent and was looking to um, kind of switch things up and build a new organisation and I just wanted to get my hands on the brand and be part of it really. So yeah, I, um, I definitely left it all out on the table. I was um, not shy about the fact that it was my kind of dream role and I really wanted it. So yeah, I, um, there was no, no modesty. I, I threw myself at the organisation. And so one year in, uh, has it lived up to expectations? It really has, you know, it's a really good place to work. I'm really fortunate to be surrounded by a really excellent and talented um, team of people. Um, there are 14 of us in the marketing, um, design, social media, comms um, division, so um, that really helps. My kind of management philosophy has always been about hiring really amazing people and getting out of their way, basically, mm -hmm. and I'm fortunate to have inherited and, and put in place a, a strong team here. But as I said, Katrina's got... Um, a really amazing vision um, for the museum, which is what we refer to ourselves as. We're, we're a museum of, of, of art, film, gaming, the moving image. And she's really committed to trying new things. We've got hugely ambitious growth plans, um, and it's really exciting to be a part of that. I mean, I've had free reign to kind of reimagine um, the direction for the brand, um, reimagine the manner in which we market our exhibitions, and um, really a clean slate to just sort of change things up, try um, try new things, and um, you know, sort of shake you know shake the tree a little bit and mm. see what happens um, in terms of attracting new audiences. So it's a bit of a gift, really, as a marketer and it's bloody hard work. Very liberating. It's though, very liberating and you know it's um what's really great is that we espouse a culture of experimentation here so um you know it's about removing failure as something that um that that can happen and, and instead if something doesn't work out the way we wanted it to and um, it's a learning opportunity what can we take out of it how would we iterate how would we tweak next time um, and actually that's really kind of fantastic so we can we can be brave and we can try new things because if it doesn't work then we'll learn something you know great for next time so, yeah no it's, it's it's fantastic and so in terms of tourism uh and the melbourne visitor experience one of Acme's most obvious offerings to to visitors to Melbourne is the major exhibitions that you present. Absolutely. When marketing those exhibitions, how much importance do you place on visitors as opposed to the local Melburnians? Well, the visitor market's critical to us. I mean, you know, it depends on the um, the exhibition and, and, and um, the time of surveying, but it could be 30 to 50% of our overall visitation for, for paid shows. And that said, our permanent gallery, Screen Wilds, is also a huge driver of, of visitors 
visitation, particularly international um, international tourism. But we we it is absolutely essential that we remain and retain our reputation as a worthwhile and fulfilling visitor experience, um, and and remain a key kind of. Um, uh, point in the you know the tourist uh, must do list in in terms of visitation to to Melbourne and that's about you know not only marketing our exhibitions effectively as amazing experiences but it's also about delivering a 360 degree experience you know our VSOs that's our visitor services offers mm-hmm. our, our offices are um, you know they get you know 95 96% plus satisfaction ratings yeah. you know we deliver a really great. Um, practical experience in terms of you know good wayfinding um the 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 food in our cafe is good our Mm -hmm. our retail offering is great and actually that that entire offering not just what's going on in the galleries is really what makes up that reputational piece that keeps visitors coming back and all of that's part of the the offer that we market so it's not just the um you know, it's not just the main, the main name on the exhibition, it's, it's everything that we do every mm. single day. And so how do you reach those target markets, like those, you know, whether it be regional Victorians or interstate people coming to Melbourne for the first time or internationals? How do you? Where do you market? How do you do? How do you reach them? Look, we rely heavily on partnerships, not only um, from a media point of view, but also with um, Melbourne Airport, Yarra Trams. Um, uh, we and then we have marketing partnerships with those organisations mm-hmm. that enable us to leverage their um, their uh, space and and path to customer. Um, with our with our own messaging, um, we work really closely with Destination Melbourne, and um, we utilise all of their publications. Um, we always place you know content in um, the visitor guides. Um, we work with you know cruise organisations, so we maximise the cruise arrivals, visitor mapping, um, running for mills for the red coats, and the um, you know working with um, all all tourist centres, actually regional tourist centres as well, to make sure that you know our information's there. And it's kind of, it sounds um, really, you know, it's not particularly sexy, but it is about making sure your flyer is in the tourist centre, wherever that that may be, you know, out in Williamstown, for example, so that people know that we exist in in, in the CBD. So it's kind of that old-fashioned grassroots um, awareness stuff. TripAdvisor is becoming increasingly important um, Mm -hmm. to us, and we do encourage visitors to like, rank, share. Um, But it's really just about presence and making sure that um, when visitors arrive that they know where we are. And then reputationally, it's about building our brand so that we do sit in that ecosystem of stuff you do when you come to Melbourne so um, kind of we deliver a great visitor experience when people wander in and think what is this place and then they advocate and recommend because they have a great time but it's also about people seeking us out because they want to visit Acme, see the home of Australian film, television and screen culture. And so obviously there's a lot there but you have a finite budget yes um what are the biggest challenges when you're trying to market to out-of-towners when you also have to reach locals as well but it's pulling from the same pool of funds look it's about not slicing and dicing the message too thinly i mean you know we're a funded organization and we we have um, we have limited budgets interestingly for us 
Um, we're competing not only with other cultural organisations, but given our offering, we're competing with one of these, you know, every single screen, every phone, every iPad. We have people visiting, sitting in Federation Square, flicking through their phones and looking at content. Mm. And there could be in our doors looking at content that we've curated for them in that space. So it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a very specific challenge. And as I touched on, for us, it's about building our brand and reputation as really one of Melbourne's premier museums. And, you know, under this position of positioning of being different, we're still working through what that means, but we have identified organisationally that what we offer is not the same as other galleries and museums and a more traditional, um, I guess, cultural experience because of the breadth of content that we have. Um, and really for us, that's about um, delivering a consistently great experience. So our brand um, cuts through almost more than our... Um, almost our exhibition marketing so we're not having to spend the people in when you're marketing a big show you'll you'll have a core groundswell of people who will always come and then you, you know you draw a new footfall in Bowie was a great example where mm -hmm. um, 50% of the people who attended had never been to Acme before but right. just huge Bowie fans you know um, whereas what, what we want to do in terms of marketing to out of towners is um, is via both our paid and non-paid marketing build our reputation to an extent that we sit there in the as I say list of things to do in Melbourne and so when out of town has come in we're a must do no and matter what the exhibition precisely is. and certainly if they don't get around to us it's something that they want to get to there's that intent to always visit and that's a that's more than just putting an ad on regional TV and saying, hey, you guys should come along. That's it. That's it. That's about really kind of seeding that um, intent and love around the brand and what we do so people come regardless. Over the past few years, many of Acme's major exhibitions have been delivered with Creative Victoria's assistance right. under Melbourne Winter Masterpieces. Uh, your big 2016 exhibition, Scorsese, yep. though, isn't part of Melbourne Winter Masterpieces, so has that affected your marketing reach? Oh, look, it hasn't, it hasn't. I mean, funding dollars give us more money to spend. More money to spend means that we can, ostensibly, we can buy a greater reach, which kind of builds that frequency, and, you know, you, you'd, you'd effectively get more, more people in the door and more bums on seats. We have been really fortunate with Scorsese. We've, we've developed some really strong partnerships with media, so we've had um, an outdoor media provider, APN, we've worked with Yarra Trams, we've worked with Melbourne Airport, and we've also worked with Harold some and really we've looked to commercialise our own assets a little bit more strongly so we're a more attractive partner to media so we get free media space so it's really been about um, you know going and sitting with um, APN Outdoor for example and saying well hey what are your motivators we can do something much more interesting than put you know your logo on, on, on our ads do you want to um, bring key clients through the exhibition do you want to hold your strategy day in our cinemas how can we utilise what we have to meet your objectives so therefore we can you know um, benefit from um free or or really keen media deals um so using everything that you have everything not that we've just got. the exhibition collateral absolutely it's um it's i feel kind of it's a bit sort of lazy logo soup on a on a, on a piece of artwork mm -hmm. um you know I'm, I'm i'm not a fan of um of, of cluttered artwork and overly messaging things so what we've been able to do is um build really strong media partnerships that have absolutely allowed us to extend our reach that said our marketing budgets have had of the size of an MWM, so of course it limits what you what you can what you can do. Yeah. 
you Acme is you know, perfectly located for Melbourne visitors, uh, right across the road from Flinders Street Station in the middle of Federation Square. Um, how are your relationships with those neighbouring attractions and destinations like Fed Square or the NGV National Gallery of Victoria with Ian Potter Centre in there as well, um, even the City Melbourne Visitor Information Centre? Uh, look, we... Um we maintain a really collegiate relationship with all of our peer organisations. I mean, you know, Federation Square must have, um, you know, the highest awareness of any kind of brand in um, in Melbourne, just, you know, by virtue of location. I mean, there's no one who doesn't know Fed Square. There's no tourist who doesn't understand what Fed Square is. So um, it's a double-edged sword because we are the um, recipient of a huge amount of foot traffic as a result of our um, location um, and we are also obviously um, a victim of our location in the sense of Fed Square can subsume us, i.e. people think they've come to see an exhibition at, at Fed Square. We work very closely with Fed Square, um, the NGV and obviously visitor information in terms of that tactical um, information delivery purpose to make sure that we are all complementing each other with our marketing efforts mm -hmm. um, and we're all working together to maximise the flow of visitors through the square. I mean really it's like anything, you know, you see five car dealerships together or whatever because it creates a groundswell and people who want that come. So um, one of our focuses um, with the NGV and, and, and Fed Square is, is very much about you come here and it's a day out. You can mm -hmm. go to the Potter Centre in the morning, you can come to us in the afternoon, you can have lunch in the square, you can have a drink afterwards and it's really about making sure that we maximise the prime city centre location to keep people within our organisations and the only way we can do that is working together. Yeah, I know that the Visitor Information Centre is going to be moved or affected by the Melbourne Metro Rail project. Is ACME? Yeah. We, to we, your knowledge? No, no, uh, we, we've been working really closely with um, representatives from government and the, um, the Metro Rail people. Um, we won't be affected in the sense of um, the gallery will need to close or anything, um, anything along those lines. Um, the a station is going to be located, um, I, I think they're calling it CBD South, mm -hmm. and it'll be located near Federation Square. So obviously there will be a level of impact in terms of um, building work that happens access. in proximity and access. Yeah. Um, however, we actually think it's going to be really positive because there's going to be a huge main um, underground station on our side of Flinders Street with a whole heap of, um, you know, um, people coming in and out every day, which just brings much more footfall past our, our door. So yeah. for us, it's kind of a little bit of short-term uh, short pain for long-term gain, but, I mean, it's a brilliant thing for Melbourne infrastructure-wise. It absolutely has to, has to be there. So, um, yeah, it's going to be all change around the area for the building period. Uh, what's the most surprising thing about Acme? You know, what do people raise their eyebrows when they come in or when they hear a fact or a figure or something and say, really? Gosh, there are lots. I mean, the two big ones for me are the fact that it's free. Mm -hmm. um, and people kind of don't necessarily realise that we are free. Um, but probably particularly that we get, you know, um, nearly 1.5 million people through our doors every year. We are the most visited um, museum of the moving image in the world that's bigger than you know the BFI or any of those equivalents. It's the, a lot of people. That's my eyebrows. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, totally. Raising, yeah. And it's massive. And um, I think people think of us as, um, and this is again, challenge from a marketing point of view to, to mitigate and address, but I think people think that we are a small and more niche 
um, museum or a more niche offering because we're specifically a moving image and film. We get so many people through our through our doors, and you know, which is is phenomenal. Mm, that's awesome. Mm. Uh, and so then, finally, before a few uh, little quick bites. Um, can you share any secrets about what Acme has coming up in the next six months or so? Oh, well, the marketer always sees every opportunity to promote something <laughs> as a media vehicle, so I don't know whether it's secrets, but we're premiering um, the uh, next exhibition of a very well-regarded French artist over um, over summer. This, this particular artist is um, working with the Tate at the moment, is about, is about to go supernova, so we're really excited about that, and that will be announced Anytime, anytime now actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, living living artist, artists, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, we are working on a top secret web project at the moment and um, we're looking at relaunching our cinema offering very, very soon as well. We've got a new head of film programs um, who um, has got a stellar background across many, many years in distribution. Um, he was previously head of MIF, a guy called um, James Hewison. So he's got a lot of really exciting plans for our cinemas and we're working on um, a whole new offering, which is, yeah, really okay. cool. Okay, well, we can leave that there. No more pressing. <laughs> I, I won't try to dive too deep into that. Uh, so, a few quick Love Melbourne questions. What is your must-do Melbourne experience? Oh, look, I don't think you can beat the um, the, the G on a Friday night, the footy. I'm not a mad footy fan by any stretch of the imagination, um, or maybe the Boxing Day test, but when that awesome stadium is full of people cheering, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty cool, um, cool must-do, I reckon. What's your favourite restaurant? Uh, Lupino on Little Collins Street. Nice little Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Favourite view of Melbourne? Oh, look, I live in Kensington, um, which is very, very close to the city, and there is a park in Kensington that sits very high, and um, the view of the city on a summer night, sitting with a couple of beers in the park, is a really nice view, in my opinion. Lovely. What's your favourite event of the year? Look, it always changes. Um, I like a bit of some outdoor food, so I've loved the noodle markets, the night noodle markets on Berra and Mar the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best free experience? Acme. Oh, of course! Say that, yes. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, oh god, there's, I mean, there's so much to do in Melbourne that's um, that's free. I think the Botanical Gardens is pretty amazing as a free experience. Um, I'm from the UK, yeah, so I didn't give that away. And um, um, yeah, going going down there with the family when um, anyone comes over to visit and um, sit with a bit of picnic is an amazing thing to do. But that's what's so brilliant about Melbourne. There's so much free stuff that that is just awesome. So yeah, we're pretty lucky in that regard. Cool and hidden secret. I don't know whether it's a secret, but since having kids, um, I find myself at the Collingwood Children's Farm quite regularly, and I just think it's amazing, fantastic little hidden attraction um, there in the um, there in the inner city. So, um, yeah, I think um, I don't think there's a parent that doesn't know about it, but that's definitely my little kind of top top go to if anyone comes to visit with kids, especially. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Great, Emma. Thank you very much my for your pleasure. time. For the latest on Destination Melbourne events, industry news and everything else that's going on around town, head to destination.melbourne.